Salute to each and every one of you. Welcome to the most extraordinary podcast in the world, the Primal Beast Podcast, where we ain't doing nothing but speaking everything that's game-related on the play-by-play of Primal Attraction so that you won't have to pay for play and receive an ego subtraction while an extraction is always. I hope all is well and well is all. I'm wishing you well from the wishing well. Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. Today, I have a very exciting and eye-opening show for you. You are definitely in the right place. Bring a friend. Tell a friend. They won't regret it. They won't forget it. Absolutely. And again, I hope all is well and well is all. I wish you well for the wishing well. Today, what I want to talk about, I'm going to be playing a clip from CNN where they're going over the statistics of how many men are single sexless, friendless, uh, lacking relationships, and a whole bit, the whole nine. You know, now, this is what I'm here for. You know, I tell you guys that, and I understand that we live in a day of, you know, online dating, online gaming, you know, everything has just gone virtual reality you don't have to walk outside your door to try you know to have a somewhat of a social life but with these stats from cnn that we're going to go over here you know listen people are made for people people we are gregarious social creatures our relationships to our families, to our friendships, to children, to co-workers, to associates, to affiliates. You know, and, I, and oftentimes I keep on hearing so many people say, I try to avoid the crowds. I try to avoid people. Even I myself, I do. But could you imagine what this world would be like if there were not people? Yes, I get it. People can be stupid. People can be gross. People can be irritating. People can get on your fucking nerves. But the most high, the creator, he put us here for each other. What happens when the attorney needs a doctor? What happens when, you know, the doctor needs the meat man? What happens when, you know, the nurse needs a mechanic? What happens when, you know, a student needs a teacher? <laughs> you know, uh, what happens when someone is in dire straits and they need a first responder or a good Samaritan or a civilian to come and help them or assist them with pushing the car to the side of the road or just whatever dire strait one may be in? People are made for people. Let me say that again. People, we are made for people. I encourage you guys, listen. We understand we live in a thought culture these days. Oh, I do know how women, what women have devolved to become. But all I do is try to tell us how to navigate. Nowadays, man, it's about being savvy about what you're doing. You know because everyone feels that they're advanced. Everyone feels that they're well-read. Everyone still feels as though they know more than previous generations before us, which we don't. But many feel that we do. 
Many people don't know how to grow their own food, their own crops. Many people don't know how, you know, to build shelter. Many people don't know how to hunt these days. Many people don't know how to fish. Could you imagine what, if our power grid went out, what would happen to many of us metropolitans, urban people that don't have a green thumb? Many people don't know how to hammer, a, so much as hammer a nail in a wall. Many folks don't know anything about construction, about electricity, running plumbing, anything. Piping, nothing. At the end time, we'd be lost. The only reason why everyone feels that they're so much smarter and everything is because of technology. It's because you can Google or you can ask Siri or even ask Alexa how to do A, B, C, or X, Y, Z. But see, back in our grandparents' days, in our great-grandparents' days, in our great-great-grandparents' days, they didn't have that shit. They had to really learn it. It had to be taught from generation to generation. They had to learn through trial and error. We should be blessed and thankful that we are in the times that we're in. Because life is so much easier. Life is more so much convenient. That people do get a, you know, that really our generation, whether it's Generation X, the Millennials, the Zennials, or the Perennials. <laughs> We really are out of touch with reality. We're not in organic energy. Why? Look at the modified foods that we eat. You know, they talk about this impossible burger shit. This really made out of soybeans. Yeah, genetically modified soybeans. Look it up. And they use a, a, a compound called neem to make it look real, to make it taste real. But there's no such thing as plant-based bur burgers, plant-based plant meat, and all the things. Even most of the clouds you see in the sky are not real clouds, you know? So they put us in a make-believe fantasy world. You're trying to find your dream girl online. Wow, really? See, back in the day, people used to have to meet out in public in grocery stores at clubs and bars. You would have to meet a young lady out, you know, at church or at school. If you were in high school or college. If you were in the military. If you were out working and moving around in the deal, what have you. You met women by happenstance. Organically. Naturally. It was homegrown energy. You had to catch a vibe. You know, feel some chemistry, a connection with the woman. You know, nowadays, everything is just swipe left or swipe right, swipe left or swipe right. You reading the females, yeah, sure, you may read a profile, but there's nothing like organic face-to-face -face interaction. We're going to get back more to this coming back around. Let me play this clip for you guys, and we'll continue. From the CDC suggesting major problems with regard to the mental health of our adolescents, surges in depression, and suicidal ideation, especially true for our girls. This week, I found cause to worry about young men. 
This headline from The Hill, it caught my eye. Most young men are single. Most young women are not. The story reported that most young men are single. Most young women are not. Then I tell you guys all the time. I told you most women, even the single ladies, because you know we you know they like to mingle. Most single women are never really single. Then I tell you guys this, and here it is: chickens coming home to roost. Game set match. Most single men are single. See, there's a lot of guys who are really single. Single. This is what I mean by this. There are many of you guys that are not, you're not dating anyone. You damn sure ain't getting laid. You damn sure ain't blowing no chicks back out. I won't say you, I'll just speak. I'm just, when I say you, I'm just speaking generally. But many females, <laughs> yeah, she may not be married. She may not be in a committed, dedicated, exclusive relationship. But she's still having sex. Oh, yeah. She's still interacting. If you believe that most women are really single, single, like most young guys are from 18 to 30 plus even, you are sadly, you are cruelly, you are undoubt, you are indubitably mistaken. You are yet again misinformed and ill-advised. Because I'm telling you, man, most women don't know how to be single. In fact, man, women hate being single. Women just have to put on this face, this facade. I don't need a man. I'm good. I'm cool. I'm bossing up. I'm getting money. Woo, woo, woo. To impress the other single, bitter, old bitches. That's all that's about. You think a woman that's attractive, that gets attention from men, wants to be single? Knock it off. And secondly, most women don't know how to dedicate themselves in a relationship. But just because she's not in a relationship doesn't mean she's not having relations. Let's continue. As of 2022, Pew Research Center found 30% of U.S. adults are neither married, living with a partner, nor engaged in a committed relationship. Nearly half of all young adults are single. A third. A third. Now, look at these numbers. 34% of women, 63% of men. What explains that? I pulled the Pew study and I read with interest. Turns out since 2019, the share of single men who say they're looking for dates or a relationship has declined from 61% to 50%. Men who are actually looking for dates has declined from 61 to 50%. You know, there's a reason why I encourage you guys to go out, meet the ladies. I mean, honestly, no man even really wants to be single, do you? I mean, seriously, the same way women don't want to be single, women don't want, men don't want to be single either. Why? Because men and women, we were made to coexist together. We were made to be together. We were made to procreate and make babies and continue the population of the human race, the human species. Now I get it. I understand the decline. They're just releasing the facts. But let me really. Yes, we understand that. Oh, man, these bros, man, you can't trust these hoes. They thoughts. I'm just doing me, bro. Hey, man, I'm just focused on making my money and, you know, keeping my head clear. Yes, man. Yes, yes, yes. I'm just 
you know, working, trying to better myself, put myself into better position. See, whether you red, you yellow, you black, or you white, I hear so many guys saying this. And yes, yes, my friend, you should be doing that. But also, don't neglect, you know, your relationship life. I mean, if you meet a cool, nice young lady that shows herself to be solid, that shows herself to be concrete, hey, I'm never going to willy foo foo a man dealing with a woman. See, I told you, in our day and time, especially with social media, we, a lot of guys are suffering from symphobia, a condition called symphobia. Yes, it's my word that I made up, but... A lot of guys are, what is symphobia? Guys are afraid of being a simp. Bro, if you have principles and shit, bro, listen. Just because a man marries a woman don't make him no simp. We, we got to cut the bullshit out. Number one, marriage is ordained by God, not man. Marriage is not the enemy. No, the problem is a lot of you guys, a lot of guys that do get married, you marry the thought. Yeah, bro, you married a 304. Many of my friends and associates that were once married are all now divorced. Because why? As men, we have to use better discernment. We just live in a day and a time where when we're dealing with women, you just got to be savvier. See, I'm here to get y'all savvy up on y'all game, man. Get your game IQ up. On being able in the first 10 seconds, the first conversation, to be able to put a woman in a category like, nah, bruh, she ain't it. She's all right, but she's not real. Damn, she's sexy than a motherfucker, but you know what? She just only made for the meantime. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, she got to, you know, finances together. She has her own place and whatnot. No, she's not ratchet or whatever, but the bitch is arrogant. No, she's all right, but she's not real because the bitch is stubborn. That's all I want you guys to do. Be able to decipher and discern what's good for you and what's not. And only you can determine that. I'm just here to give you the tools. So that when you're out here, you may remember what Main O'Main said. Okay, wait a minute. Okay, wait a minute. I'm looking at her lifestyle. Oh, yeah, how she likes to Oh, she likes to travel all the time. Okay. She's a travel and leisure type of fun girl. Oh, her? Okay. You know, yeah, she cool, but she, you know, she's a little selfish, huh? I can see a little stinginess with her. Yeah, you know what? She's cool. She's all. And even with that, you're not looking. It's not about looking for perfection. It's about functionality with the woman that you're going to deal with. But let's get right back into this. In 2018, 28% of men ages 18 to 30 reported they'd had no sex in the past year, compared with 18% of women of that age. We already knew that, though. And honestly, I believe that the disparity between, they say only 28% of men have not had sex in the past year and only compared to that only of 18% of women. See, bro, we have the incel community and the femcel community. What are the incels? Men who are involuntarily celibate and the femcel are women who are also, I'm going to be honest, no woman is involuntarily, is voluntarily, you know, celibate. Most women are voluntarily celibate. Let me put that out there. But we already know that sex is harder for men to come by, especially young men. A lot of you young guys, y'all listen to me. You know, 
you're 18, 19, 20, 21, all the way up until the age of 30. And you don't, you know, you never learned how to really get at a chick without being awkward. This is what I'm here for, to help you with your game. Game is not just mouthpiece. I told you guys that. Game is in your aura. It's in your originality. It's in your charm. It's in your hygiene. All the way down to your grooming. It's everything about you that makes you you. That's game. Game is not strategy. And you'll listen to a lot of older cats. No, man, all game is strategy. No, it ain't. We don't plot on pussy. That's all, that's all game. Listen, if game is a strategy for you, you plot on pussy. You try to spend the money, the time, pull out chairs, roll out the red carpet. No, we don't do that. Because game is innate. Game is primal energy. Because it's masculine energy. The game is in your masculinity. The game is even in the sound and the tone of your voice. Game is in how you greet a woman with a smile. Game is even knowing how to extend your right hand of grace to the woman and bring her into you and entice her. That's all game. Game has nothing to do with your money. And see, a lot of guys, when they talk about this shit, just real quick, they always come back down to the social economics. Get your money, get your money, get your money, get your career, get your career. That's what you do for you. But when you meet a woman, bro, because I have to be honest, women have their social economics together. And so if you're making 50000 a year and a woman is making 50000 a year, where is, you know, she doesn't need you for that. The same way you're maintaining your lifestyle and you're paying your rent, your mortgage, your bills, the same way she's doing the same thing. What's next? It won't be sex if you have no game about yourself. What's game? Getting ahead, moving exponentially. But more on that in a second. Let's get back to it. The Hill Report said men in their 20s are more likely than women in their 20s to be romantically uninvolved, sexually dormant, friendless, and lonely. They stand at the vanguard of an epidemic of declining marriage, sexuality, and relationships that afflicts all of young America. But this is why so many guys are weird. You know why? Let's continue. We're going to get to the why. Among the causes, among the factors, a reliance on social media and online porn. But also, more young women are hooking up with each other or dating and marrying slightly older men. And heterosexual women are getting more choosy. Other troubling statistics about men come from a 2021 study from the Survey Center for American Life. They found the share of men who have six or more close friends which in 1990 was 55%, by 2021 had shrunk by half. Meanwhile, those with literally zero close friends, which stood at 3% in 1990, has zoomed to 15%. And next Let me say this. I haven't always felt this way all my life, but as I'm getting older, I'm starting to realize some things. Friendships do matter. Even in the Bible, it even says that a brother is closer. Excuse me, a friend a good friend can be closer than a brother. What they're giving here is all the mitigating factors of why men are so socially and sexually awkward and inept when it comes to dealing with women and making friends. Let me tell you guys something. Sometimes it's nice to go down to your little sports bar 
Get you some buffalo wings, maybe get a beer, some water, wash it down with, and just chop it up with total strangers. I've done this many times in my life, and it's a fun experience. It really is. Oh, nah, man, I'm just going to go home and just lock myself up in a room like a hermit. You know, life is about living. Life is for the living. Don't live your life like you have past dead. Life is made for doing. Life is about being present. Let your presence be known in certain places. When you're not working, when you're not at school, when you're not, you know, uh, improving yourself, now it's time to get outside, get some fresh air, meet people. You never know who you may meet and what opportunities that that, that, that could afford you. You just never know. There have been several times I've come across networking opportunities with business and with school and with just blessings on top of blessings. Just going somewhere and just meeting good people, solid people. You meet guys, hey, they may be at the bar, happily married or whatever, but he just wants to come and just watch the game. He's a local there. They may have his favorite meal or whatever he likes, and he goes home to his wife and kids. Maybe the older guy, maybe a uh, medium-sized business owner, whatever. He's active in the community. I mean, I'm just saying, you never know who you're going to meet and what type of positions this can place you in. Another mitigating factor that that they speak about, yes, women being with women, yes, is one of them. We know that. Another one, like he said, a lot of hetero females, heterosexual women are choosier. They are pickier. Yes, they are. Because here's the reality. When a lot of women feel that they have become empowered and they don't need men for financial dependence because why they make their own money. Sexually, women are, women are, listen, women are always prone, just like men now, believe it or not, to choose based on more sexual uh, uh, ingredients of a human being then I need this person. And that's just the harsh reality of feminism. This, this is what feminism has made women to become. And this is why I tell you guys, nowadays, it's more so about getting your sex appeal to women, to, you know, to women than just the social part of it. Because women are making their own money. And they are becoming less and less and less dependent on men financially. But trust me, we're going to come back around this if we have time. Let's get back to it. Quoted by The Hill said this disconnect can have catastrophic consequences for young men. Quote, in the worst case scenario, a young American man's social disconnect can have tragic consequences. Young men commit suicide at four times the rate of young women. Younger women are largely responsible for rising rates of mass shootings, a trend that some researchers link to their growing social isolation. Well, those words reminded me of a conversation that I had over a year ago. Let me pause this for a second. Let me get in here and say this. Didn't I all, didn't I tell you guys, man, see, I don't have to look at statistics and numbers. I just know life. I know what's real. I told you guys, a sexless male is a dangerous man. A sexless, non-companionship having man is the most dangerous man in society. 
That's big. They just told you. Young men, the suicide rates amongst young men who are sexless, friendless, don't have a social life, are five times, four times the rate. It's quadrupled of the rate of women. And you guys wonder why I encourage you guys. Hey, man, I'm be... Y'all listen to these motherfuckers talking about midtown men going there on me. Let those guys that's already been hurt, that's been burnt, that's been grilled, overcooked by their ex-wives and girlfriends, let them have that. But for a lot of you young guys coming out the gate, you don't need to be listening to no red, no red pill content. I'm telling you, it's going to poison you. It's going to hurt you. Because a lot of that content is based, is rooted in fear. A bunch of guys that have no game, don't know how to talk or deal with the woman, don't know how to discern what she's about, if she's good, if she's bad, if she's neutral or what have you. This is why I tell you guys this, man, because I've, I've heard too many stories. I've known too many guys that have destroyed them, their lives because of a bitch, because of a mangy ass bitch. Or because they didn't have someone to share life with. Because they didn't have someone to give to. Because they didn't have anyone to receive from. Yes, that does matter. Because what happens after you've been grinding all day, 10, 12 hours a day, 50, 60, 70 hour work week. After all the money you've made. After all the grinding, after all the toiling, who do you have to share that with? Hmm? This is what people don't understand. Everything you work for, you're going to have to share with somebody. Like they say, man, you can't take it with you. Eventually, you're going to have to share with someone. Same thing with the woman. Oh, I get the bag. I get this. Okay, bitch, you got to share with somebody. What you working for? Just share with a dog? Just share with a fucking cat? What about sharing it with your kids? Sharing it with your spouse? Sharing it with your significant other. Hey, sharing your wealth and your success with your friends. Where are your friends at? Oh, but I forgot. You didn't go out inside and make any friends. Like they like an old proverb, Chinese proverb says, in order to make one to make friends, one must show himself to be friendly. Well, let's get it. Right here on CNN with NYU professor Scott Galloway. But the issue is when you have a group of men, the lower half of attractiveness of men in online dating, which has doubled, now it's about half of relationships, and the top 20% of men in terms of attractiveness get about 60% of the interest, you end up with a group of men that are more prone to conspiracy theory, more prone to misogynistic content, more prone to believe, not believe in climate change. Uh, misogynistic content, conspiracy theory, I'm thinking of the red pill community. I'm thinking of those midtown men that's going the wrong way. I'm thinking of SYS men, men that saving save yourself, man. Oh, don't do marriage, don't do this, don't do that. See, this is why I tell you guys about the online dating. I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all. Unless you are an extremely good looking dude in the world of swipe left and swipe right and swipe left and swipe right, most of you guys are gonna get swipe left on. I'm just gonna keep it a buck. And especially if you put down your real, you know, height and the pictures and shit. And most guys don't even know how to take good pictures. Let's just be honest. See, we have females. They'll use filters. 
they'll sit there and take hundreds and hundreds of pictures to get the right five on there. Vision took like 500 pictures just to put five of her best pictures on there. And most guys, we ain't trying to take that much time to do that shit. But not only that, let me say this. This is what you have to understand about women. It's not just about looks. That's why I always talk about sex appeal. You get a whole lot further, a whole lot faster when you meet women in real time because it's real time. Understand that. Most females, when they go to online dating, they have a negative opinion. Of, I'm going to say about 90% of men. They either think you want to fuck or they think you're creepy or they think you're weird or some type of serial killer. When they do meet you, it's going to be in broad... And there's nothing wrong with that. Because everyone has to, you know, check for their own safety. Absolutely. But she's going to meet you at a place, you know, at a cafe or somewhere in broad daylight. And most females, if, when, when you finally do come across a chick, bro, I ain't going to lie. Most guys, I ask them, how was your closure rates? Most guys like, yeah, man, I know I, yeah. even, even for guys that consider themselves to be very, very handsome and good-looking guys, they race are not that much better. In fact, there was a stat release that, there's, that says there are three times more men that do online dating than women. So you're looking at a three-to-one ratio already. So online dating is already, you know, a woman's platform. Now, you do have some sites like, I think, Bumble or Tag, where the women kind of pursue the men a little bit more. But for the most part, all, all intents and purposes, online dating is a woman's sandbox. That's a place for her to go get attention. I told you guys that that's a place for her to get attention, to get validated, told how beautiful she is, and this and that. Woo, woo, woo. I've, hey, listen, bro, I deal with the ladies. A lot of women have come back to me and tell me how crazy it is for them. I mean, I'm talking about, you know, 200 messages in her thirst box. I'm like, damn, for real? 300 messages, yeah. And I've had women admit to me. Even my own sister one time told me, hey, it was overwhelming for her. She had to deactivate her account because it was too much attention. It was too much craziness. But let's get right back into this. So these, this is... The American story, if it's written with a pen whose ink is failing young men, does, does not end well. This is an existential crisis, failing young men. As always, Professor Galloway was prescient. Back with me now is Scott Galloway. He's a professor of marketing at NYU Stern School of Business. He's a serial entrepreneur. He's the host of the Professor G podcast and author of multiple best-selling books, most recently, Adrift. America in 100 charts. Scott, thanks for returning. Hasn't the advantage always been to those with the looks and or the money? What's changed? Uh, first off, Michael, I just want to say thank you for uh, raising this issue a year ago when a lot of media um, companies were afraid to talk about this for fear of it being pro-men was somehow being anti-women. Look, this is returning to the natural order of things. For the majority of history, a small percentage of men have had the majority of the mating opportunities. But in America, we decided to make a huge investment in what would probably be the greatest innovation in history, and that is in the middle class. From 1945 to 1947, 7 million men returned from war were discharged from the service, and we decided to give them the GI Bill, 
uh, subsidized mortgages. Uh, we saw education rates go 5 to 45%. They were valued, and we had such a strong uh, manufacturing base that you had massive uh, marriage and household formation. And some men were seen as more economically and emotionally viable. And you've seen the reverse happen with the offshoring of much of our manufacturing base, with a society that, quite frankly, doesn't value young men. When we talk about problems with people of color or women, we see it as a systemic societal problem. When we see problems or the stats that you just mentioned, we see it as accountability or that men just need to level up. But married households and household formation are better citizens. They vote. They save at twice the rate. They're less likely to commit crimes. And we have fewer and fewer uh, viable men. We have a dearth of economically and emotionally uh, viable men. But the middle class is an accident. Unless you invest in it, it doesn't happen. Eisenhower decided to invest $500 billion in national highway. Now, let me say this real quick. Is he talking more of the social constructs of family and the institution of marriage? I must say, and I, and I will agree. Uh, here's the reality. When you are a married man, you are looked at as more safer or less criminally at risk than a man that's not married. I will agree with that. Because a married man has more to lose than a single man does. And see, we don't talk about this enough, even on myself, because I do focus more on the social uh, aspects of, of uh, primal mass and energy and manhood or whatnot. But this is something to point out. Yes, when you're married, you're more likely to vote. Yes, when you're married, you're more likely to plan for your future and your kids' future because you have someone with you. You have something more or less to, to fight for. You have more to live for. This is, I mean, I'm just going to keep it a buck with you. Even society, they understand. Even employers, really a great employer, when they're really going to interview you, what they want to find out is really what is your lifestyle. Like, honestly, if I'm an employer, I want to, I want to hire the, the married man over the single guy. Because of that factor that the married man has more to lose than... The single guy, the single guy, yeah, he has to maintain the lifestyle, but he can easily walk away and feel like, oh, well, you know, I can find another job. He's going to more or less tend to be a drifter. But the guy that's married, he's not going to play with his job. He's going to come in, do his work. He's going to come in. He's going to be on time. He's going to be more productive. And, and likely he'll last more with the company, especially if it's a decent company. And he's making decent wages. Because why? His family needs, his family needs him. There are people that are dependent upon him. But let's continue. Uh, project that created tons of jobs. We have, uh, and by the way, the tax rate back then was 91%. We raised money and we redistributed in social programs that made young people more economically viable. A tax rate at 91%? <laughs> and they wonder why the middle class and the rich people are always trying to, you know, do things not to pay taxes. Wow, that's crazy. And then, Scott, you toss in the influence of social media and how relationships today, they don't come from, in our era, happenstance and mingling, right? They, they come from swiping. and that Abso-fucking-lutely. Does it come from happenstance, mingling, being out? 
interaction. Swipe left, swipe right. I just explained that. Further accelerates this issue. Am I right? Oh, it's it's been the chaser to it. I mean, to have to have an honest conversation about this, we have to be honest. And that is that men and women have different mating criteria. One quarter of women, excuse me, one quarter of men saying economic viability is a key criteria in a mate. Three quarters of women say that is important. And when you're on a two-dimensional format, where now it's one and two relationships begin online, it used to be one and four just a few years ago, it gets distilled down to a small number of criteria. Specifically for men, it's does she look attractive? And specifically for men, is he, is he able to signal his ability to garner resources in the future? An average attractive male on Tinder gets swiped less than 1% of the time. And there's three men on Tinder for every one woman. So you've distilled it, you've taken... Three to one ratio. Three men to every one woman. See how it's been saturated? Because most guys are thinking alike. Let me go online and find... No. Listen, fellas, you got to stop being lazy. And, and let me say this. Even when he speaks about the social economics, while men, you know, only, only 25% look at look for a woman to be, you know, financially stable, whereas 75% of women look for men to be financially stable. Let me let me be honest with you guys. And, bro, I'm, and I'm telling you, because I talk to so many women, I deal with so many women, they're still looking at... A guy on a sexual uh, level. I'm just gonna keep it above. But let's get right back into it. Now, one of the key. And let me say this: I'm not here to say that money doesn't matter, not at all. But here's the reality: a woman only really considers, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again. What, what most women only really consider a man's resources and finances when they're looking to settle down and get married. If she's not looking to settle down and be married then women really don't give a fuck about that shit. And nowadays, we have a lot of females, they're not looking to be wives. They're, they're looking to advance in their careers and their businesses, whatever uh, agendas or plans or itineraries they may have set out for themselves. That's just the real reality. Let's get it. Let's proceed. Components of mating dynamics, and that is vibe, humor, body language, pheromones, the ability to be, quite frankly, a little bit persistent in the pursuit of a romantic... There we go. You heard what he said. Vibes, charm, body language. These are all the sexual aspects that I speak of. Your originality, that's part of your vibe. Your personality, your energy. When I talk about your charm, that's just how you feel about yourself. You feel good. Inhale, exhale. I know I'm going. I'm a man of purpose. I'm good. When I talk about your wittiness, that's just you just being, you know, knowing how to brain tease with a woman, knowing how to flirt with her, knowing how to make her feel good in your presence. That's all part of the charm and the wit. When I speak about being audacious and courageous, that just balls up in just sheer masculinity. It takes a man to say, yo, hello to a woman, to step to her with confidence. Like I'm going to get her. No, I'm not asking. No, you're not begging. No, we're not questioning or doubting ourselves. No, we know that I am the man for the job. I know that dealing with me is more of an adventure for her. I know she's never met a man quite like me before. That's ambitious. That's courageous. That's audacious. Huh? That's a risk taker. 
Amen. That's bold. Your my you or your yeas or your yeas and your nays or your nays. You know what you want. And you most importantly, you know how to go after and get what you want. Let's move on. Relationship. We have no third places anymore. No places to meet. People aren't going to bars. They aren't sports league. They aren't going to church. They aren't even going to work. No. Most people, especially I know a lot of ladies, are working from home. Didn't I just say this earlier? Starting out, guys, you're not going out to sporting events. You're not going out to bars and clubs and concerts and trying to find out what's going on in the city. Listen, bro, if you are a single man, honestly, the ladies are still outside. Oh, don't get it twisted. I know for a fact women are still traveling. They're still going here, going there, because, you know, women love being socialites. Most women, they love... Uh, you know, travel, they love leisure, they love partying, they love clubbing. I'm just going to keep it above. No, man, but see, I'm not looking for them type of, man, I don't want to hear that shit. Stop taking shit so serious. Stop being that weird dude. That's why a lot of you guys, that's why a lot of, man, I got to, some of y'all so fucking weird, man. That's why you turn women off. Because you don't go out enough, you don't deal enough, bro. Y'all know the only way my game got tight. When I was able to mack on abroad and shit, I, I, I kept at it. I didn't just get discouraged because maybe I got shot down one night or a female didn't favor me the way I felt that she should. I didn't let it discourage me. I didn't let it hurt my feelings. Oh, man, fuck that. Man. I must be, you know, broke or ugly. Woo, woo, woo. No, I learned how to get in the gym, man. Just he doing my push-ups and... You know, keep looking better, being better, getting better in every way in my life. So after a while, naturally, listen, bro, for an example, when you got your money together, you get yourself together, you feel good, you look good. You know, you felt like you felt like a million bucks. And then let's say you got a little alcohol in you, right? <laughs> You're not shy anymore. That goes away. Because for whatever reason. You feeling yourself. You feel good about yourself. And believe it or not, this is why I talk about charisma. What's charisma? Charisma basically goes into how you feel about you. See, bro, anytime I, any days I felt funky, I felt low, I felt, you know, sluggish, tired, maybe even ill. Do you think my charm was the same as the days I felt live? Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. I felt like I got the wind beneath my wings. You know what I'm saying? I feel that my pulses is pulsating. I'm just really just, uh, uh, bobbing and weaving through this thing. Well, when I'm in the presence of the ladies, that translates. They feel good because I feel good. See, it's a transference of energy. The positivity, bruh. See, as humans... We are more electromagnetic than what we realize. But, and as a man, it's your job to excite her and ignite her. It's not her job. It's your job to set the mood. It's your job to bring her into you. Because, honestly, bro, we don't cling to women. Women cling to us. Do y'all understand that? And see, all this swipe right, swipe left, online dating shit, it gets you really nowhere. 
A lot of you guys, you're doing an injustice to yourself. Some of you guys, man, you a pretty cool dude. You got a great persona about yourself. Some of you guys is just naturally funny. But you do a disservice to yourself. You don't go out when you don't go outside and you don't show off that that swag, that chipperness, that good doingness about yourself. I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all, man. Ain't no sense of you sitting up there holding your dick in your hand, watching Pornhub and Bang Bros and all this shit. Bro, I don't even watch no porn and shit. All the online dating, you swiping, 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 swiping. Some of the most attractive, most thorough females are outside in your downtown areas of your city, metropolitan areas of your city. Lonely. Pretty than a motherfucker. But lonely. Got a dog named Callie. That's all she tends to. No kids, no nothing. But you guys are never going to get that or receive that. You're not going to the coffee shops. You're not going to the cafes. You're not going to the spots that's happening. You're not just outside on a nice night or a nice day just enjoying the weather. Hey, you come across a, a chick named Lisa or whatever. You may find out that, hey, she's in school for nursing. But she still works part-time part at Whole Foods. You're never going to find that out. Because those type of females, they're not online. Most chicks is online. They got about five kids by five different men. Tatted up. Some of them don't want no drama, no problems, no bullshit, no this, no that. She's a loser. The bitch is a bum. She's a bum bitch. I'm telling you, bro, listen. For me, man, I'm going to say this, man. I, as a single guy, man, when I wasn't in, when I haven't been in relationships, I've had a pretty successful dating life. As far as the quality and the caliber of women I come across, so I would see. Honestly, bro, I never really, I don't really encounter too many women that are just checking a man for the bag. Oh, I need a man with six figures, woo woo, because they damn near getting six figures on their own. The type of women I deal with, they're productive citizens. They're not looking for a man to leech on. But I go to the right places. I go, I've been to the concerts. I've been to the more or less upscale or more socialite bars and clubs and lounges. I get out. I've been out through the day by myself, fresh than a motherfucker, handsome than a motherfucker, sexy than a motherfucker. Real shit. Being in position to meet some very, you know, beautiful and interesting women. No, it didn't probably work out to a relationship or marriage. But good times, fun times, and man, sometimes in life, that's all you need. I'm busy. She's busy. Hey. We get up on the weekends in between time. Netflix, chill. Step out. Whatever. Hmm. Now, some of the women that I've dealt with, they may not see it the same way because maybe they wanted more or what have you, and we just didn't mesh that way. But hey, no harm, no foul. This is why, honestly, bro, I don't have any anger, disappointment for the most part, hatred against women, bitterness against women. No, bro. Because I know where to go. I know how to move. That's the thing about it. But you guys, y'all not going, you know, 
to the main attractions. Main attractions. Y'all want to deal on the back alley. In the back alley, number fucking alley cats and raccoons. <laughs> but if you want that peach out of reach, you got to stop being weird and really get out here. But let's get back into this. So it gets distilled down to very one or two dimensional attributes. And the reality is women are much choosier than men and they can apply those screens and they allocate all of their attention to a small number of men. It results in just essentially at the end of the day, a lack of opportunities. Chris Williamson, Chris Williams up. Let me say this also. He's absolutely right about that. And we all know women are, I'm going to say 10 times much more choosier and pickier than men are. It's just what it is. And that's why I tell you guys, man, get your game on fleek. You are never allowed to have a bad day. I'm just going to say that. Yeah, have a bad day with yourself. But really, when you when, when you on the proud man, on the move, no, you're not allowed to have a bad day. Stay ready. In other words, stay ready so you ain't got to get ready. That's what I'm telling you. Be ready. Stay ready. Right now, get ready. And stay ready, be ready. Because, yes, women do apply a lot of screeners. But when you think about it, women have to because they're the weaker vessel. For an example, if a man has a bad relationship, we can always recover. That's why I tell you guys, man, it's really more feminine for a man. Oh, man, man, my girl, I don't know what I'm going to do, man. I'm going to hurt myself. I want to do something bad. Because women do that. You know what men do? We regroup. We recoup. We take time for ourselves it's like a wounded lion or a wounded tiger. The wounded lion, when he gets wounded, what does he do? He goes somewhere far off in the bush and he heals. He takes time to himself. He takes time for himself and he licks his wounds. He gets better. He gets stronger. He gets wiser. But then he comes back out. And this time, he has a new, you know, found, you know, purpose, a new, a, 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 a new zeal. He becomes more zealous. And now he wants to go challenge that alpha male lion for his pride, for that territory, for all the mating privileges. That's how you guys have to be. But see, women have to be pickier and choosier because honestly, all it takes is really is a woman to have one bad relationship in her life and she could be scorned, she could be damaged forever. I'm just going to keep it a buck with y'all, man. That's why most women, you meet them, they're only made for a good time. They're only made for the moment because they never healed from whatever failed relationship or marriage or disappointment or hurt that she's had. I'm just going to keep it a buck. So a lot of times it takes a woman a lot more to recover if things don't go right than it does a man. Because a man, hey, yeah, and that, that's not to say that we don't hurt. That's not to say that we don't have feelings. But men, we are naturally more emotionally intelligent. We have a natural higher EQ than women do. All right? I want you guys to understand the dynamic of naturally 
why you know when i talk about primal attraction what it is it's the pre-selection process naturally yes women choose men that are normally taller stronger i mean just from a a natural anatomical uh bias yes naturally socially women do choose men that are richer that are wealthier that has money that has more resources than a guy who was broke all right that's also believe it or not a biological uh prejudice because naturally men provide and protect and preserve women for the long term and this is why that is y'all see how the professor of this whole game breaks this shit down to you man <laughs> you could have been anywhere in the world but you're right here on the most extraordinary podcast on this game family let's get it let's get it gang summarized it perfectly call it the high heels effect in the last 40 years more women have graduated from college than men and they're not interested in mating with non-college grads they now own more homes, single women than single men. Yeah, women thinking they're better than guys that so they have some education. Woo wee. See, I tell you guys, women need education, but men we need skills. Most women they have education, but they don't have skills. <laughs> That's all they got. Skills is what you do with your hands. Skills is the way you work your mind. Engineering, that's a skill. Plumbing is a skill. Architecture is a skill. Working with CAD, AutoCAD or whatnot, that's a skill. Electrician, being an electrician is a skill. Being a, uh, a mechanic is a skill. See, education. Most women, finance, accounting, I'm not going to say they're not skills, but that's more edu on the educational side. They're running programs like through Microsoft and through data database and answering phone calls and things like that. So yes, a lot of women do have more education. This is why in the past 40 years, it seems like most women, yeah, they've graduated from college. So get this, but a lot of guys can just go into an apprenticeship program with welding. A lot of guys just go into any trade in construction or, to, or, or into trucking. Or doing their own thing, doing their own business, entrepreneurship, whatever that may be. So the stats are never going to show that men actually have more natural streams of income to make than women do. Most women, they work in the office. Most women, whether, whether it's or, or some type of building, whether it's a school building, whether it's an office building, whether it's a high rise. Okay? So we got to understand this. But we do have a lot of women that feel that they're better than guys because, oh, I make just as much money as you do, or I make more money than you, or I have a PhD, I have a doctorate, I have this, I have that, post-grad. You know, men don't need all that to make a lot of fucking money because men can, we can do more physically and, and, and even, uh, even mentally. Now, a lot of ladies, they really poo-poo this. Oh, no, 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 you sound like a male showbiz. No, this is just the reality. Look at the jobs that men do versus women. And you'll see uh, what I'm saying to be more true. Let's get it. So what you have is women say they won't date anyone shorter than them, 50% of them. Effectively, what you have metaphorically over the last 40 years is women have been getting taller and taller, and men have been getting shorter and shorter. How many of us have said, I know a ton of great single women they can't find a date. That's not true. They can't find a date. They can't find a man they find economically or emotionally viable. That's the reality. 
See, I t- then I tell y'all women are always capping. When women talk, I told you guys, read between the lines. Listen to the shit that she's not saying. When women say, oh, ain't no good men out here. Oh, there's no this and that out here. No. Again, it's either A, you know, she's dealing with men and she doesn't find either sexually appealing. Or if they're looking to settle down, men that they don't find to be economically attractive. It's just that simple. Okay, women say this, it's a huge, great area in that shit. And honestly, when a woman says that to me, okay, you're not finding guys you're really attracted to lately. That's, that's what I'm thinking, that you find sexually appealing. Or maybe the guys you find sexually appealing, they don't want to be with you. Or the guys that you find sexually appealing, they're not economically stable enough for you where you see yourself... Uh, Getting married to him or having a family with that type of guy. <laughs> Amazing. I, mean, I, I can do a whole show on that alone because there's a lot of contradictory contradictions with women saying that shit and all type of shit. Uh, there's a lot of shit that women are not willing to do to get the type of men or have the type of men or keep or retain the type of men that they want. But let's get it. If we don't make a massive investment in young people and make more economically and emotionally viable men, we're going to see a lack of household formation. We're going to see a decline in the middle class. And we're going to see, quite frankly, just a lot of young men who are terrible citizens. So is the answer to fix this economically and who will champion this conversation? You, you felt obliged to compliment me at the outset because we had engaged. I'm going to say this. And I'm going to go. We're going to do a part two to this. because I'm going to really go delve in deep. I just heard her mention about men that can be terrible citizens and men that can be, you know, uh, uneconomically viable, what have you, meaning not doable. Let me say this. Society does want men to get married. There is an agenda for that because I'm going to tell you why. Because a woman and a family really tames a man. And believe it or not, the powers that be the one thing that they fear is a menace or menaces to society. Okay. I just said earlier how a man that's married is viewed more safe in society because he has something to lose. He has a family to live for. And so they feel safe for that man because he wants to get back home to his wife and kids. Then a the man that is single. And I've heard them mention this like two or three times in this little clip. But I want you guys to really pay attention to that. To really, really pay attention to that notion. See, they don't really have the same fear of a single woman. Because basically a single woman is prey. And especially if she's a single woman with children, she's definitely prey. They understand the powers that be understand that a single woman is a lot more controllable than a single man. Hmm. She's a lot more docile than a single man. Because if a single man left to his own wife, just because naturally we have more testosterone, naturally men are more risk takers, they don't like that. However, in the new world, they kind of do from a financial standpoint. Single men and single women, 
you know, it's good for the gross domestic product, the GDP. But we'll have more on that coming up in part two of this. Double salute to each and every one of you. Yeah, let's get, get, get it, gang. Yeah, man, so we here picking up where we left off at. Uh, over to the CNN stats about why there's a, a, an increase on so many single men who are refusing to date or marry women in today's world. Let's get it. Changed on this a year ago, and here I am revisiting it, and I read into that the fact that you think that it's politically incorrect even to have this dialogue. When you're seen as advocating for men because of the 300,000-year head start we've had, it seems somehow as anti-female. There's a lot of very unfortunate misogyny online that is masquerading as being pro-men. A lot of TikTok celebrities who talk about advocating for men, it's just thinly veiled misogyny. What do we need? We need more freshman seats in colleges. We need a massive investment in vocational training. We need to figure out a way to get more permitting for housing so young people can afford housing. We need to recognize our economic policies, literally allocate wealth from young people. Let me say this, man. Again, I agree with what they're saying. Anytime, like me, I tell you guys, man, I'm just an advocate for this game. I'm not a dating coach or whatever, but I dedicate for the bros. Like I often say, man, this ain't Captain Saver whole content. This is Captain Saver bro content. And I want to say this, man. Even for me, on, on my show here, <laughs> I do advocate for men. But I advocate for men getting with women. You understand? So my content is not misogynist. Misogynist means that it is a you have a hatred for women. I told y'all, man, red or yellow, black or white, they're all precious in our, in our sight. We love the ladies over here. Yeah, let me say that again. We love the ladies over here. We welcome the ladies to also sit in and listen and be in tune and up tune. But our content, even the content that I made for is women that want to do right. It's for the ladies that want to be right. Not all that feministic bullshit. Because on one hand, when you talk about misogyny, then we also must talk about the misandrous. What's misandry? The hatred of men as well. See, we don't welcome those feminist bitches that, you know, I don't need a man. A man can't tell me shit. I'm better than a man. I'm the queen. I'm the goddess. Now, we're not here for that. That ain't our type. That ain't even what we're checking for. We're only checking for the ladies that want to do right by us, that want to love, that want to serve, that, don't, that understand the respect principle of dealing with the man. The woman that wants to sacrifice for her man. Those are the ladies I'm telling y'all to go and get with and to be with. And believe it or not, yes, it may be fine. Listen, it is. A, it seems to be a needle in the haystack. But there are those ladies out there still that ain't trying to turn up city girl this and that. Let's go. F-R-E-E, -E, fuck nigga free, all that bullshit. There are still some women that want to do right by a man. There are still some ladies out here that still want to be married. They still want to be wifey. There are women out here that do care about their body counts, believe it or not. Like I said, yes, they're a rarity. Yes, they may be few and far between. 
<laughs> yes, there may be a needle in the haystack, but there are still some. Okay? And even when I'm talking about this, bro, I listen. If I tell you guys smash and dash and shit because there's nothing more about her, I mean that shit. Because you got to save yourself, bro. You got to preserve yourself, man. Protect your energy. Every woman is not made to be a long-term investment you're going to come across, man. And I never had a problem accepting that fact. But it seems like a lot of other guys, they do. I've never had a problem accepting the fact that, hey, she's all right, but she ain't real. Yeah, she cool, but she's not ideal. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, it's some nice things that she does for me, some nice gestures that she does for me on my birthday, on the weekend, getting us some nice little getaway, this and that. But she don't fulfill. And again, that's all I want you guys to decipher with dealing with the ladies, man. See, there's a whole lot of content on the streets and jail and this and that. You know what I'm saying? See, man, naturally, bro, I'm on some, you know, I've always been on my peace shit, man. <laughs> yeah, dog. Ain't too many motherfuckers that's gonna give y'all this game for really what it's worth. They gonna talk about a whole lot of other shit. Celebrity, gossip, you know, the, the B's and the C's, the G's and the D's. You know what I'm saying? The, the OGs to the YGs, the street shit, this and that. But ain't too many motherfuckers gonna give y'all the game on really dealing with women efficiently and effectively. Cause most guys ain't pimps, most guys ain't players, most guys ain't mags. They claim to be killers and gorillas, stillers, dealers. Yeah, man, I, 20 years locked up state. What he know about a bitch? Motherfucker been locked up 20 years. He been around, he, hey man, he been around a bunch of studs, a bunch of hard legs all his life. He can't give it to you. <laughs> he been gone, he ain't sniffed pussy or sniffed a woman in 20 fucking years. What the fuck does he know? Nothing. Yeah, he can tell you what it is like being in prison, the rules, the do's and the don'ts. Keep motherfucker off your ass. Pushing a sharpie in the motherfucker. Being locked down in the pod here and over there. From Cali to Texas. Motherfucking Indiana. Back down to Atlanta. Locked up abroad. But he can't tell you about dealing with the broad. Sleeping with the broad. Loving on the broad. And the broad loving on you. The broad giving to you. The broad doing for you. Yeah, you can listen to all the content about investing in the stock market. How to buy your first share. And even trying to get involved in cryptocurrency, which is dead right now. Buying real estate. And putting yourself in a better financial position. All right, but what they can't tell you is, okay, after you've garnered all of this and obtained all of this wealth, are you something in that big-ass empty house? Crickets. Oh, what's who it up? You damn near going there with a fucking flashlight. 
Because nobody's home. You have a house, but it's nobody's home. Like Luther Vandross made a song a long time ago. A house is not a home if no one is living there. Because after you've garnered all your success, I don't give a fuck, man. You got to share with somebody. What you want to get rich for? What you want to get to the bag for? Yeah, save. I ain't saying be foolish and splurge and go trick on a bitch. That ain't what I'm saying. Make it rain on a bitch. Windfall on a bitch. No. <laughs> but I'm talking about enjoying your space. Enjoying your peace. Enjoying your and delighting yourself with a sexy motherfucking woman. That's what I'm talking about. How they do that? How do you get there? Damn, man, you always talking about the hoes and the bitches, man. Damn, though. Well, I would rather listen to content like this until a lot of female bashing, misogynistic, hateful, you know, torments towards women. Oh, man, these hoes ain't shit. Dude, man, these hoes ain't loyal. Well, we already know that shit. Hey, motherfucker, it's like this, man. Get on and get off. Hey, I, I, man, let me tell y'all something. I never put a burden on a, on no bitch to be loyal to me. You know why? Because I'm loyal to myself. That's number one. And number two, loyalty comes with a price. This is why pimps always made the hoe pay to pay a choosing fee. But y'all don't hear me today. Let me say that again. Loyalty comes with a price. This is why some. This is why when you want to go buy property or anything, even a bank will require a ten or twenty percent deposit because they want to know if you're real. Security deposit is called. In other circles, it may be called a good faith deposit. Because loyalty comes with a fucking price, Jack. So I never put the burden of anyone to be loyal to me. Because I know most motherfuckers ain't loyal no way. Doesn't in the word of God, the word of scripture, it says, trust no man. Hmm? So when I'm going in, my mind is already clear. I'm already free. I don't have to deal with no woman or nobody forever. Because people come and go. That's just the way life is. We got a birth date and we got a death date. And that dash in between is what you do. That's the action. People have seasons in your life. Everybody's not made for forever. The same childhood friends you have are not the same adult friends that you have. The same friends you probably had in college is not the same friends you're going to have after college. Stop being so attached to this world. Go out, yes, have fun, enjoy yourself. But let the moment be what it is because the moment creates the memories. See, what I have, what a lot of women I deal with, I still got good memories. See, I never play or put my fate in a bitch hand to play me and hurt me and take from me. That's why I'm not bitter. Because I knew, you know what, baby girl, you fine, you sexy, you know, your vibe is cool, I know you like me. I know you digging it. You say you love me cool. But I never saw her as a long-term investment. 
And bro, you guys gotta stop being concerned about motherfuckers calling you players, dog, this, woo, woo, woo. As long as you know your intentions are pure. Like me, man, I never took from a woman, put her in the worst position, had her in jail, incarcerated. No, no, man, I never had a bitch lose her apartment, or lose her car, or lose shit behind fucking with me. In fact, I've helped women gain and obtain and maintain houses in cars, in credit, in jewelry because of me. And other shit because of me. Because I am. And I offer value to a woman. And especially if I'm a fuck with her the long way. Yeah, listen. I'm not going to sit here and bullshit you. That probably, I know there's women that say I'm a player. Yeah, he ain't shit. You know, he just be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, he real, but he, he like to fuck with multiple women. See, them type of problems I have with women. <laughs> Any woman that felt I played her, baby girl, if you're listening, hey, you ain't do your job. That's all I can say. Now, that may sound arrogant or whatever, man. It's like I told any woman I've ever been in a relationship with. If this relationship ends, it ain't going to be because of me, baby. It's going to be because of you. You know why? Because I'm always been accountable for self. This the real shit, man. When I'm in, I'm all in. Ain't no breaks. Ain't no sabbaticals. Ain't no hiatuses. Yeah, baby, listen, girl. If I said I love you once, I mean I love you forever. And if I love you, I'm going to be by your side through the thick and the fucking thin. See, bro, I never question myself with a woman. It's the woman. I'm... I, Hey, I hope you built like me. But see, the thing of it is, man, I want you guys to really get this next point I'm about to make because it's the most important part of the game. You must, you must indoctrinate your bitch. Shout out Charleston White, man. <laughs> That's my God love listening to him. Charleston White says some of the realest shit before about this game about a woman. And, and, and I've always said it, but I like the way he put it. He said, hey, man, you got to put you inside your bitch. And a lot of you guys, y'all forget to do that with a woman. She must become you. Whatever your principles are, whatever you stand on, if the woman is going to be in your life and she's going to deal with you, she must become you. See, the other day, man, I'm talking to one of my little ladies, you know what I'm saying, ladybugs. <laughs> yeah, gang. I'm talking to one of my little ladybugs. And one thing I told her, I said, you know what, you're stubborn. She's like, no, I'm not stubborn. I said, no, 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 you're not stubborn in a contentious way, in a way that's really offensive. But I said, uh... But you got to become me. You got to learn how to follow. Yes, bro. A woman is made to follow you. And I told her, I said, saying yes and being a follower doesn't make you stupid. You know, because we have a lot of females nowadays, they got the game all twisted and fucked up. And when I said that, she started laughing so hysterically. 
Let's say, yeah, I know when I said follow and you become me. But my mind, my thoughts are your thoughts. My way become your way. See, we, see one thing we got to understand, bro, when you meet a woman, you, under, you just have to understand a lot of females have not been taught shit by a man. Even if she got a father in her life. Because that's her daddy. But when you're her man, you got her get her to see unite life uniquely as you see it. From your standpoint of view. How you move, how you go, and how you flow. And if a woman can't move, go, and flow like you, she's not your woman. She's just a good time. Until you get tired of her or y'all get tired of each other. Until she feels like, hey, this ain't going nowhere, I want more. Then you wish her well and you bid her adieu. But a lot of guys are not doing that. They're not putting the woman there. And, and listen, I don't want you guys, you young guys, man, a lot of my young guys, 18 to 25 especially, get tainted by these old dinosaurs. Straight up. Because these OGs ain't helping the young Gs. They just call that out for what it is. Can we get that out here in, in, in the universe, in the metaverse? All this bitterness and anger and hatred against women... <laughs> And we see the declining numbers, as we talked about in the first part of this show. Only, you know, 50% of men, guys are not even checking for women, it seems like. Don't want to date them. Even the women are saying, damn, the dates, the heart, you know, all that shit. And like I tell you guys, we don't date strange women, all right? We don't date. We just hang. We chill. You know, we, you know, we casually see women. That's what we do here. We don't date, we recreate, all right? But however, I don't want you guys to get tainted by that shit. Yes, a lot of females are or are not a lot of things that you may want them to be. But you can't put your energy into them. What I mean by that, learn to enjoy the interaction. Enjoy the moment because literally she could be here today and definitely not gone or gone or not seen tomorrow. All right. And I don't know why it's so hard for so many guys to do that. No, man. No, that just comes from a lack of options. That just comes from you putting all your marbles literally into one basket abroad. You guys, you meet a woman, and I'm going to tell you all right now, a lot of women are polyamorous these days. So while she's your only option, you better understand she has at least three options, at least three. Minimum two, you and another guy. But easily, a woman can have three or more dating options. And while you're putting all your marbles into her, because you had one good conversation over the phone or one nice outing or a couple. Don't think for one second that she's just settling on just you. A lot of times you're not going to see the other guys you're dating. She's never going to mention it. It's going to be very hard for you to even, you know, understand when she even makes the time to get the time to even see another guy. Now, here's my thing with this. Never worry about the next dude. 
Okay? Necessarily, I'm not even trying to win her over all the way because I may not even want her in that way. Hey, man, just keeping it in the buck. Damn, man, no, you savage, man. You ain't got no feelings. No, they ain't got no feelings. It's not that I'm a robot. But I know how to enjoy a woman for the night, for the day, for the weekend, hell, for the, the, the summer, <laughs> for the spring, for the winter, for the fall. And that's that. And this is why, and the reason why so many guys you get so invested, be so, so attacked, because you're invested too much. Time, energy, effort, money. And I ain't gonna cap. Once you, and once anybody invests too much into another individual, it's hard to let go. It's hard to pull back because you have a stake in this. You have a vested interest in this because you've done A, B, C, 1, 2, 3, X, Y, Z. And this is why I encourage you guys. Hey, man, you first meet a chick, don't start doing all that dating. Taking her out here and there and rolling out the red carpet because naturally, yes, as a man, you're going to expect something because she accepted something from you. She accepted the date. So at the end of the night, hey, you may feel like Sex is what's old. But the woman may not feel that. Thing. In fact, she's not going to feel that way. She's going to feel, hey, you invited me out. I thought you really wanted to get to know me better. I thought you really liked me. You're just like all the other 99% of guys that I meet. You know why? Because you didn't present properly when you first met her. You ain't talk that sensual shit to her. You ain't tell her what is and what was. <laughs> like I'm always telling you guys. Present what is. Not possibly what could be. Not your wallet. No, you present yourself to the woman. Then, then I tell you guys this all the time. See, the reason why... A lot of you, you want to watch porn and all this shit, online dating. And these things are unproductive platforms for me. And I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, you're wasting your time. Here it is, a Friday or Saturday night. You're in your room, you're in your bed, you're on your couch, loafing by yourself. Beating off the females on Tinder, plenty of fish, any other dating site you like. Or, or meanwhile, at the same time, simultaneously, you may be watching Pornhub or your favorite X-rated porn site. Unfucking productive. Let me tell you how porn damages the man why you don't why I don't watch porn. Number one, man, there's something always about that that just seemed kind of weird to me. Basically, you just watch another guy get laid. <laughs> and you're training yourself to become what's known as a uh a cuckold. What's a cuckold? A man that likes to see a woman get fucked by another man. That's what a cuckold is. It's cuckoldry. 
And honestly, it takes you, and secondly, it takes you into a dark place. Let me tell you what I mean by that. When you're always watching porn, you start to sexually objectify women. Like, and then this is why a lot of guys, you go to work the very next day and every woman, you're noticing yourself, you're looking at her ass. You're looking at her tits. You're thinking perverted thoughts because you're training yourself to become a perverted cuckold. Dead ass. And I'm going to be honest with you. And this works in a weird, strange way in the universe. When you come across women, and because you've been this weird, strange, perverted cuckold that, that loves to watch porn, then you go on all the pornographic sites and shit, and females are saying, hey, buy time with me to see me. You're all up on, uh, you know, uh, I can't even think of the site right now. <laughs> Where the females go in there and they selling a, you know, homemade porn shit and all like that. It's going to make it harder for you to connect the woman in real time in real life. Because there's something about women, they do have an intuition. There's something about your energy that's going to be off. Meaning creepy. Meaning it repels. And honestly, because when you're watching porn and you're beating yourself off, also there is a thing... You know, or where you're losing your energy through ejaculation. That's why there's something called semen retention. All right? And you don't come across as masculine. Believe it or not, that's the energy. When I talk about primal energy, primal masculine energy and all that, that plays a part into women receiving you well and you being able to entice and seduce a woman. And this is a lot of the damaging effects of watching pornography. All you can think is sex, 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 sex. But you can never connect with the woman. You know, you can never, you know, get the woman to see the masculine energy in you. Well, Mano, you're always talking about having sex with a woman in 15 minutes or less. I would let, yes, I mean by that. I stand by that. But when I say that, that's not about a man about a man pressing a woman or, you know, stressing a woman for it. It's naturally really when we talk about seduction and enticement, that's the woman wanting you as well. Because the way you are with her, because you are so natural, because everything does free flow and everything is organic. That's the woman that's submitting herself to you sexually. See, a lot of guys don't even understand that shit because, honestly, most guys don't live in that world. I do. This is why I'm the host with the most. This is why I'm the most magnificent and omniscient one with this game. Any woman will tell you that, listen, any guy can get it on the first night damn near if he plays his cards right. What's playing your cards right? Hmm. Knowing the skill of primal attraction and seduction. If she can even trust you with her body. If the energy and the flow and the vibe is right. Women are still putting out. They've been putting out since day one. Why do you think prostitution is so high? Why do you think we have a thought culture? Why do you think we got so many 304s? A pussy was that hard to get. We would have more virgins than anything. 
She's a virgin. She's a virgin. She's a virgin. She's a virgin. And we know that is far from the reality and truth that we live in with women. So pussy ain't that hard to get. I don't know why I got no man. So many guys suffer from approach anxiety. No man, I don't make enough money. I'm not tall enough. Man, women just say this shit on podcasts and podiums. When you really look into a woman's past, and I've said this before, and I've said this multiple times, and I'll say it one more time right now. Man, don't believe the hype. What women say they want is not what they actually get. You can want, hey, a woman can want Jesus. She can want God himself to come and make her feel good or do whatever. But that don't mean it's thing, hey, I ain't going to lie, that don't mean she ain't dealing with the devil while she desire God. I'm just going to keep it a buck, man. And this is how it is with a lot of females. This is how it is with a lot of chicks out here, man. This is how it is with a lot of scallies out here, dog. Just letting y'all know what this is, gang. See, this is the brotherhood. This is the fellowship. I'm here to fellowship with you all, man. I'm talking to y'all like y'all real family, man. Some of y'all may be my nephews. Some of you may be my brothers. Some of you may be my uncles. You dig? But it's all family, man. Because I don't want you to be misinformed and ill-advised. <laughs> and we have the statistics. We have the numbers showing how men are lonely. How men are going to be, hopefully they're not, I pray to God they're not, but suicidal and Guys are, you know, feeling unfulfilled and guys are discouraged. Guys are warped and tainted about even dealing with the woman or saying hello to her. Oh, man, I ain't trying to get me too. dog. listen, there's a lot of females that want to be approached. All right, I talk to too many women and they say, damn, dudes don't even try to holler no more. Dudes ain't even trying to say what's up or get to know you, whatever. What? I'm going to tell y'all, man, stay away from the ugly fat bitches, though. A lot of women that are pretty, that are cute, that are dainty, they want to be approached. Trust me, they want a man. A lot of women are afraid to live on their own. I'm keeping it a buck with y'all. See, this is what they don't tell you. This is what not being told and sold in the motherfucking uh, mainstream media. A lot of females, they're going to try to put on the front. I'm strong. I'm independent. I'm progressive. I'm forward thinking. I'm finding myself. I'm doing me. A lot of times, a lot of females that do all this meditation, inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale, breathe. Feel the universe. Feel the wind beneath your wings. All these females is doing all this yoga and going to the gym and shit, man. Let me be honest with y'all. They horny as hell. They just want some dick. They just want a man to hold them at night. Look at them. Shout out Kevin Sam. She's always talking about, oh, you know what? Buy a dog. A lot of them all get half-bought dogs. You want to know how a woman is lonely? Does she have a pet? Most of them do. I never knew so many females that love dogs. Yes, I have a dog. I have my cat named Floby. Bitch got rabbits nowadays. 
Motherfuckers got chinchillas. I mean, you, I know people that has that have exotic pets. Motherfucker got baby kangaroos from Australia and all type of shit now. She just lonely. She just wants some dick. No, I ain't trying to get me too. How you gonna get me too for saying hello? Hello, kitty. For introducing yourself. Hello, my name is Jeff. Hello, my name is Jeff. And I saw you from across the room and uh, you intrigued me. You gonna get me too for that? Oh, the blood of Jesus, get away from me. Officer? I'm being harassed. No, man, that ain't how that shit go in real life. Even if you're not a woman's type, quote unquote. Even if you're not the, you know, the straw that may stir her drink. A woman's just happy that damn. There's this nice guy, attractive, clean cut. Smells so good. And I really, wow, enjoyed his conversation. That's the worst case scenario, bruh. With this game, bro, that's, listen, my number one objective is for you guys to improve your interactions with women. My number two objective is for you guys not to waste no time, money, energy, and effort with women. My only two objectives in my whole show, my whole motherfucking product line from the books to the consultations to the shows to the patreons when i talk about this here game jack that's what it is and know how to get what you want what man wants to be lonely if you read if you know anything about the scriptures it says it is not good for man to be alone There it is. God saw Adam waltzing through the garden. He said, every other beast of the field, fowl of the air, every other creature, every other thing I've created has a mate except man. But you got these fools talking about midtown. I'm a man going my own way. You got these basic ass bitches. Potato head assholes. I don't need a man. I'm doing me. I'm single for the rest of my life. Bro, this is a Luciferian agenda. It's not of God. No, it's not. But Mano, you sound you just talking about just hooking up with a woman. No, I'm not. But if she's a hookup, she's just a hookup. <laughs> Didn't I tell you guys I'm not against family? I'm not against marriage. But I am against stottery in marriage, foolery in marriage. Look at Larsa Pippen with Scottie Pippen, well, how she's moving in the streets now. That's a bitch never wanted to be married. She just wanted to get out and wild out. People talk about Russell Wilson with, with the singer Sierra, his wife. Look how she showed up to the Grammys in the most skimpiest dress ever. It ain't marriage that's the enemy. It's the woman that's the problem because you're not you guys are not marrying virtuous women. Let's just keep this a buck, man. Can we keep that a thousand island today? Yeah, man, we're gonna keep this all the way up today. 
What I see is a lot of foolish men marrying unfit women. That's the fucking problem. But see, the men that's marrying women that's fit, they don't have these problems. They don't have these issues. She wants to be a wife. Am I necessarily saying they're happily married? No, but they stay married. But they don't have a lot of those other problems. They problems they have is more or less, you know, some shit between them. I got sisters that are married. My mom was married to my daddy for 20 years. See, I know what a virtuous woman looks like. But some of you guys, and I got to be, hey, man, I can't cap on this. And I ain't trying to tell no yo mama jokes. But sometimes, you know, hey, we get a cue. Listen, a man learns what a woman is from his mother just the same way a daughter learns what a man is from her father. And if you're a guy and your mom was a single mother and you saw her dating, she never really had relationships and everything, you're not going to know what that looks like when you grow up. Most people that come from traditional households want a traditional, want traditional relationships. Me, I came from a traditional household. I've always been marriage minded. Even though I say, yes, yeah, of course I'm married to the game, Jack. That's what I trust, this game. The knowledge, the wisdom of it. I drink it, I sleep it, I eat it, I snort it, I pop it. Hm. I get it in me anytime, man. I shoot it up in me every fucking day. And I never leave home. Well, at this point, it's just in me. Yeah, man, I gotta have that with me. This is the only thing that's going to save you, this game, Jack. Oftentimes, y'all hear me quote to refer to scripture because the Bible is the, is the most, man, they got the most game in it about a woman. For a beautiful woman without discretion is like a jewel of gold stuck in a pig's snout. A virtuous woman who can find one. God created woman for the man, not man for the woman. That's all game, man. Y'all can't love that. Y'all can't get with that. For the man is the head of the woman. And see, it's amazing how everyone wants to say, oh, you make misogynistic content. But if I'm misogynist, if I'm chauvinist, then a chauvinist, then God must be a chauvinist. He the one made the rules. <laughs> I'm just trying to buy by them every day. Spiritually and naturally. God made the rules between a man and a woman. The woman was made for the purpose of the man. I didn't say that. Mano ain't say that. That come from the good book. The good book of game. The bibliography. You see. I just want y'all to understand this, brethren. Yeah, man. This game shall set you free. This game will make you free. But I just want to, you know, share my thoughts with you all on the facts of life. You know, the facts on why men are socially awkward and sexually inept. 
Experience, bro. I'm going to say this in closing. Experience is the best teacher in life. You got to get out and do. Listen, it's bad for a man to be naive. I've heard some guys say, oh, man, I want an experienced woman. No, you no the fuck you don't. You want a woman you can teach. But you can't teach a woman or reach a woman if you ain't lived it yourself, if you ain't done it yourself. You know how many men, like my dad, he said he taught my mom how to drive a car. You know how many men have taught women everything they know? You got to teach a woman how to manage finances and manage money. Because you are the manager of the woman. Your job as a man is to instruct. You're an instructor. You're a teacher just by you being a man. But. Even to my young guys out here. You got to get out here and get going. Get some experience under your belt. Go through your trial and error. Go through your failures. Because that's what's going to make you a better teacher and instructor. That's what's going to give you your credibility. See we talk about street cred. Street cred is based off what have you done? What kind of work have you put in? In the motherfucking streets or in life or what have you. And the motherfucker, listen, a lot of you guys, you can't have no street cred with a woman if you ain't lived it, you ain't been through nothing. First hand or second hand. If you ain't been on these streets, if you ain't been in the field. Because how can a woman follow a man that she's more experienced than? This is why it's always made more sense for an older man to deal with a younger woman. Because a younger man is not made to teach an older woman. An older woman really can't follow a younger man. And this is crazy for me to say, and I should know this because all of my relationships have been with women that were five or six or even as much as 12 years older than me when I was in my 20s. And I was still putting in work at the time. But I didn't always have the experience to do what needed to be done or say what needed to be said or move the way I needed to move. Because I was still learning and growing myself. So the only thing I could be to the woman was a boy toy. Yeah, man. Only I could be was her sexual object of desire. Because I really wasn't in position to lead. Because I ain't done it yet. So a certain shit I could even talk to the woman about. Because I hadn't done it yet. I didn't know what it looked like. I didn't know what it felt like. I hadn't experienced yet. I didn't, I didn't even have an opinion on it. You know what I'm saying? Because I wasn't real in the field just yet. I didn't have any skin in the game, so to speak, just yet. And that's why I tell you guys, man, learn all you can while you can. Do all you can while you can. And it's a lot of guys, man, that's even old. Just because a dude is 40 or 50 or 60 years old don't mean shit. There's just a lot of old, old geezers out here that don't know nothing, don't know nothing about a woman or what to do with her. And that's when you hear them say all that simp-ass, square-ass shit. Oh, man, do what that woman tell you now. Don't argue with no woman. She always right. Her money is her money, and your money is her money, too. <laughs> They're going to tell you that stupid-ass, simp-ass, square-ass shit. Because they don't really have no skin on their belt. They never had a bitch loving on them. 
They never had a woman that respected them. That was obedient to him, that sacrificed to him, that wanted to do everything for him. He's been a trick all his life. He's had to pay fucking companionship all his life, even in his marriage. No, he had a lady, but he never had a wife. It's a different. And dealing with a lady versus having a wife. Because with a wife, it's bone on my bone, flesh in my flesh. I'm going to leave it right here for now. Double salute to each and every one of you. Again, man, go in peace. Be well. Live safe. Be safe. Again, I hope all is well and well is all. I'm wishing you well from the wishing well. Double salute. I will talk to you soon. I'm your host, Man on Main. I want to thank you all for tuning in to the Primal Beast Podcast. Make sure to share. Make sure to become a Patreon subscriber. And leave that dono. Don't forget to donate to the, to the show. Support us. Salute. I will talk to you soon. Yeah, yeah.